Hello everybody, welcome to the She The Force podcast. My name is Gabrielle Joy, I'm a mindset and energy coach, lover of all things self-love and female empowerment and I'm obsessed with helping you rediscover your worth and true potential. If you're looking to feel inspired like you can tackle anything in life and fill with self-love then this podcast is for you. My goal in this podcast is to empower and uplift you by sharing the names, triumphs, amazing achievements and impactful work that incredible women have done in the world. Some whose names you may know, others whose names may be new to you. Thank you so much for pressing play and joining me today. I hope you love what you listen to and come away feeling inspired and like you can do anything because you can. Now let's begin. Hello everybody, welcome back to the She The Force podcast. I hope you're feeling good and ready to learn about another incredible woman today and come away feeling inspired and like you can do anything because I'm telling you, you absolutely can. Today, we're talking about the brave, badass, and literal won't take no for an answer, Dorothy Lawrence. Now, I remember when I first came across Dorothy Lawrence's name and learned who she was and what she did, and I was honestly left in complete awe, respect, and deep admiration for her, and I really hope you feel the same. So, before we begin, have you ever been in a situation where you were told no or something isn't possible for you to achieve despite the fact that you were so capable and so desperately wanted to do something? Maybe it was in your job role or simply one of your goals that you wanted to reach for. Well, our Dorothy Lawrence over here is an example of someone who pushes past all the obstacles standing in her way and people telling her no to go after what she wants. Now, it's probably pretty unlikely that you've not heard of Dorothy before, I mean, I absolutely had no idea who she was until I stumbled across a random article about her one day. And it's exactly why I wanted to feature her on this podcast, because we're all about celebrating and shining a light on the names of incredible but forgotten and overlooked women of the world and in history. And our girl, Dorothy Lawrence over here, is most definitely incredible. So, today we're going way, 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 way back because Dorothy was born over 100 years ago. She was born in Hendon in 1896, and Dorothy was a journalist and is most known for being the only woman on the front line during World War One. Now, when you learn how she came on the front line, you are gonna be like, yes, girl, the power, the persistence, the determination. Honestly, her story is incredible, and I'm just very excited to be sharing it with you today. So, okay. Let's skip ahead a little bit in time. Dorothy's around 17 years old and she's working as a journalist in London. Now, in the late 1800s, journalism was a profession that was pretty uncommon for women to be in. But despite this, Dorothy was determined and successfully had a number of her articles published in the Times as well as a magazine called Nash's Pall Mall magazine. This was a British magazine which included poetry, short stories, serialised fiction and general commentaries. With time, Dorothy became bored by the mundane and monotonous kind of content that she'd been writing and began dreaming to move on to bigger things. So she started writing to a few newspapers and began offering her services as a war correspondent which she saw as a chance to show the world her talents and gain recognition. However, there was no chance that newspapers, which were all run by men, would let a woman report on the front line. Women were simply there to write content about the cookery sections, not about serious matters. Now, in England around this time, the suffragettes were very active, working hard to fight for the rights and change for women. And this really, really inspired and motivated Dorothy and gave her the confidence and courage to go after her dreams. So despite the rejections and all the no's from the newspapers, Dorothy's ambition and determination was honestly her superpower. 
as she continued to dream of having access to the front line to report on what was happening and to prove that she could be a successful investigative journalist. Eventually, Dorothy managed to persuade the editor of the Times newspaper to help her get a passport. And soon enough, around 1914, she bought a bicycle and with little on her other than her trusty notebook and pencil, she boarded a boat to France for an adventure and to achieve her goals. I can just imagine her on the bicycle heading to France, you know, with all this ambition in mind, reaching her goals. And honestly, I, I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. While she was living in Paris, scraping money together and working as a freelance writer, the First World War broke out. Now, this was the moment she'd been waiting for. She saw it as the opportunity to continue to follow her dreams and finally become the war correspondent she aspired to be. She asked around seeking opportunities to report, however again continued to be rejected and turned away by colleagues and publishing houses who said no women were allowed on the front line. Despite the number of people and newspapers telling her no, Dorothy continued to fight for her dreams, even saying, I'll see what an ordinary English woman without credentials or money can accomplish. If war correspondents cannot get out there, I'll see whether I can go on better than these big men with their cars, credentials and money. I'll see what I can manage as a war correspondent. Yes, queen. I love it. The power. The sass. Amazing. The determination. We're here for this. We're here for this. So Dorothy knew she needed to hatch up a plan if she were to get on the front line. She figured that the only way to get right up close to the action and in the trenches was to disguise herself as a man. Now, I think that's pretty genius, if you ask me. That's really, really smart thinking. The commitment is so real. Whilst working around cafes in Paris, Dorothy actually befriended two British soldiers and soon enough explained her plan to get to the front lines to them. The soldiers happily agreed to help and eventually Dorothy had transformed herself into the identity of soldier Dennis Smith. Now, the whole transformation was not a quick and easy overnight thing by any means. It was over a period of time that the soldiers and Dorothy worked together to make this happen. Dorothy knew that she had to work hard to ensure that she passed as a soldier. Now, whilst there was the physical transformation, which included the soldiers smuggling parts of the uniform for her, which she had to adjust to fit her smaller frame, as well as cutting her hair, which she persuaded two Scottish police officers to do, she even used a razor blade on her face to give herself razor burns. Now, Dorothy also knew that she had to be able to act like a soldier and have the proper documentation to fit in with the rest of the soldiers. So the two men that she'd befriended also helped her with that side of things as well. Honestly, the commitment, the drive, the lengths that she went to to achieve her dreams is so so incredible. So once in disguise it was actually eventually by accident that she ended up finding herself on the front lines in Albert which is a commune in France and was part of the front line which was so dangerous and off limits to even authorise war correspondence. Can you imagine how she must have been feeling at the time, right? She must have on one hand been absolutely terrified with where she was but also so so ecstatic and over the moon because she'd practically hit gold with where she was and her plan was truly truly within sight. Whilst in Albert, Dorothy again befriended another soldier who helped her on her quest to get right in the action of it all so she could do what she came there for. After a short time, the soldier she befriended took her out with him on the front lines. Now here she spent the next 10 days as a soldier where she'd set up mines, marched and hung around with other soldiers as well. Also, let's just take a moment to stop for a second. At this point, she was barely 20 years old now you've got to give it her that is 
so much incredible commitment, determination and bravery. That could absolutely never be me. Anyway, after the short stint, her health began to suffer. Now, by this point, she'd spent around two months working hard to get to the front. She'd been sleeping outside under terrible conditions, as well as being low on rations. And to top it off, she'd slept 10 nights under almost constant fire. So you can imagine her poor body and mind would most definitely have been suffering. And so, afraid that her illness would lead to the soldiers who'd been helping her to be found out, Dorothy decided to come clean. Now, you can imagine what the British authorities were thinking. Like, how did a woman get into the ranks? They must have been going crazy. So what happened is they detained her and interrogated her over multiple days, though eventually they decided to let her go, so long as that she signed an agreement to swear not to share any of her story with the public. Because of the agreement, Dorothy unfortunately couldn't do what she truly wanted to achieve from the start, with her saying, to my lasting regret, I failed as a war correspondent. Promises made subsequently to the war office cut out any usefulness in that direction. Honestly, it actually makes me feel a little bit sad thinking of a young Dorothy feeling like a failure of, you know, not achieving her initial goal after, you know, all the time she put into getting where she wanted to be. In 1919, Dorothy broke the agreement and published a book about her experiences on the front line and it was titled Sapper Dorothy Lawrence, The Only English Woman Soldier. Unfortunately, the book was a flop and Dorothy was unable to build a career as a journalist afterwards. And soon enough, after the years passed, her mental and physical health really, really began to fail. Eventually, because she had no family to look after her, she was placed in a mental institution where she remained until she died alone 40 years later. Honestly, a bleak and lonely ending to the life of a lady who had so much determination and passion to pursue her dreams. And I think it's a shame that at the time, what Dorothy did wasn't seen as ingenious, inspirational and worthy of celebrating like it is now. However, I guess when you think about it and the times that she was living in, there's a certain understanding to it because, you know, a woman on the front line, that's practically criminal and no doubt she was shunned rather than celebrated. It wasn't actually until the past few years, really, that Dorothy's name has begun making an appearance and being celebrated. And it was in 2016 the Wiltshire Heroine Project gave her true credit for her bravery and courage as the only English woman soldier in the Royal Engineers 51st Division. And that's exactly why I wanted to feature this fierce, fierce woman on this podcast, to shine a light on her name and hopefully have more people learn and know about her incredible bravery. So let's wrap it up. Dorothy is an example of someone who doesn't take no for an answer, doesn't let other people's words or societal limitations stop you and make you feel like you can't do something. She was savvy, smart, strong and so much more. She didn't let things get in the way of stopping her from reaching for her goal and you know what? You can absolutely do the same. I think we've all experienced one time or another being told that we can't achieve a goal or do something that we aspire for and sure, it's so easy to listen to those comments and fall into the trap and give up. But our girl Dorothy here, she didn't do that. I think she can remind us to all keep pushing and striving for our goals and dreams. Now, I'm not saying you should go undercover, fake your identity, or get people to smuggle things to you in order for you to achieve your aspirations. But don't let people who tell you you can't do something stop you from striving for what you want. And remember, if people say you can't do something, more often than not, it's their own limitations that they're projecting onto you. Stay strong, stay inspired, and go after those dreams, my love. So, 
thank you so much for listening to this episode i appreciate you so 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 much if you love what you listen to and feel inspired from what you heard today be sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss a new episode and share it with someone who you think needs to hear this i can't wait to chat with you again for now enjoy the rest of your day have a great week and i will chat to you very very soon remember you are an incredible human being i'm so so proud of you and you can do absolutely anything bye